I've been expecting now is about to manifest. I'm about to walk in what I've been looking for. I'm about to walk into what I've been looking at. Hallelujah. I'm about to walk in it. And so I, I don't know. I don't know who in the room need to give God a just an expectant praise. Just thank him now. I know some of y'all dance, but I'm not trying to get you to dance. I'm trying to get you to be grateful. Thank him now. Hallelujah. 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 I honor God today. I honor God. I honor God. I honor God. Hold Oh, bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Oh, my. There, there is an atmosphere that God is trying to establish in this house that is going to go for the next six months. But what I need is cooperation for everybody. I need everybody in the room to forget about who you next to, forget about yourself, forget about who you think you are, because you ain't nothing in God's presence. So forget about that now. And what I need you to do, I need everybody in the house. It may not be your normal style. It may take away your cool points for a moment, but forget your cool points. And I need everybody, every child, every adult, to open your mouth, lift your hands, and give God the best praise you got right now. Come on, come on, come on, everybody. Don't be stubborn in here, everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, Zion. Come on, lift your voice in here. Come on, lift your voice in here. Lift your voice in here, lift your voice, lift your voice. Lift your voice and give him glory. Give him honor. This is a year of manifestation. I'm praising you for what I'm about to walk in. I'm giving you glory for what I'm about to move in. I'm giving you glory for what you're about to reveal from to me. I'm giving you glory. I'm giving you glory. I'm giving you hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 3, 9 through 11, 15 through 18. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, we do have it on the screens. And I want you all to read it um, with us today, um, starting with verse 9. Um, and just read, stop it all, pause at all commas, and stop at all periods. Let's read together. Ready, set, Read. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom, and they marched round about.
For thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hands. I want to talk about for a brief few moments as you're able to come in, as the ushers let people come in. Victory with a promise and a shovel. I have victory with a promise and a shovel. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you will see victory with a promise and a shovel. Lord, your spirit is already here that makes preaching and teaching easy. Have your way in this place. God, use us to your glory and God be glorified in our midst. Let us leave here changed because we've been at your feet and heard your word. God, I pray now, God, that every piece of ground that is represented here and watching us online is fertile to your word now. And that it will bear much fruit and we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Victory with a promise and a shovel. Hmm. I got to start by asking you a question. This is the question that I have to ask. How many of you have ever made this statement by last year, this year, or today maybe? Um, and it, this is the question. If I could have more. That's it. If I could have more. Uh, 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 many of you, uh, um, first one I can see on the check mark list, if I had more money, if I could be healed, if I could get married, find me a man, if I could find me a woman. Uh, uh, some of y'all running from that saying, I don't want neither. Uh, um, some saying if 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 I could be someone else, if I could have a better figure. Oh, this that maybe none of them. Maybe you super fine, you super rich. Maybe you stay here. Maybe your relationships are on point. But 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 I think I can catch everybody in the room. If I knew now, if I knew then, what I know. Now, then some things would change around here. Sophia would be home, and, and, and some things going to change around here. Everybody in this room, I don't care how well you dress, I don't care if you're in a robe and a suit or a pair of jeans, it doesn't matter. Everyone in this room has a need. But oftentimes, we have a problem determining what the greatest need is. We all have needs. We all do. We all do. But, but, but we don't always know what's better, what's, what's more important than the next. And we find ourselves running into mishaps and running into problems because we determine that one need is greater than the other and we end up spending more time on the thing that is not really important. In our text, we find that we find three kings who have joined forces together in war. And these three kings uh, have nothing to do with God. 
but they have to join themselves with someone who is aligned with God. Uh, you got to be careful about your company because there are some people who want to learn about Jesus from you, but then there are others who want to steal Jesus from you. Oh, yeah. that Y'all to get that about 2 or 3 o'clock. There are some people who are in your life that, that, that they want to learn more about Jesus. And they hang around you and they watch you and they question you and they observe your life because they want to see Jesus in you. But there are some other people who come around you that won't do, they don't want Jesus in you because uh, uh, Jesus in you beats the Jesus in me because I don't have no Jesus in me. So I'm going to steal the Jesus you got. That's why with some people you can say no and others you can't. That's why some people, um, you can lead them to Christ, but then they can lead you to hell. Mm, got to be careful, got to be careful, got to be careful who you're lying yourself to. These kings thought that the battle, because they had all gotten together, was going to be easy. But what we find, what, what they found, found and what we find in even in 2015 is things don't always go according to plan got another question for you. Did everything in 2015 go according to plan? No, 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 no. Some stuff that I thought was going to go one way went the exact opposite way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 that was sometimes in 2015, I can speak for me since I, you don't want me to talk for you, that some of the easiest decisions became the most difficult to make. Oh, look how y'all looking at me. I, 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 can make, I can bring it down to you. It's, it's, it's the dude that you knew wasn't no good for you or the girl that you knew wasn't no good for you. And the easy decision was to delete the number, to move them off Facebook, to make, delete them from your Twitter account. Don't be bothered with them. Walk away. But that was the hardest thing in the world to do. And so you kept walking out of one heartbreak into another heartache because you didn't know how to say no. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 2015, some of the most perfect plans fell short. Yeah. I, 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 I pay them. I went into some things with some good intentions, and it ended up being the worst mistake in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah these three kings uh, 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 um, have led their armies around the desert now to attack the Moabites. And because they have, 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 have gathered together, they are assured of victory. They're saying we got enough numbers to handle the opponent that is against us. But the problem was on their way around about, they ran out of water. Uh, uh, this is a compound issue because originally they only needed victory. Now they need resources before they even get into the fight. Oh, y'all looking at me like, yeah, yeah. What does that have to do with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already know we got the victory. We already know that we're getting ready to go from here to where God has for us. But before we get to the victory, we need resources. Uh, good point for a commercial right there, Daddy. I've asked every member of this church to give $1,000. Every member of this church to pledge. Now, only 15 or 16 of you have pledged. That shows that you don't have faith for a harvest. So you've been shouting on a manifestation that you ain't going to get. Because manifestation don't come opposed to faith. Pastor, I don't know where I'm going to get $1,000. I don't know where you're going to get it either. All I know is God will take care of. 
No, y'all don't look at me. Y'all don't believe God around here. I believe God. I, I don't have $1,000 just floating around that I could just grab and throw at anything. No, I don't. But I know by March 1st, the first Sunday in March, I'm going to have mine and then some. Uh, I got victory, but I got to have resource first. Now, now, those of you that don't have the faith to give it, let me help you with something. God ain't going to let you give nothing you ain't got. Which means if you don't have it, he has to put you in a position to get it so you will have it. So while you're trying to hold back on me, what you're doing is hindering your own blessing. Oh, look how y'all looking at me. If you have not pledged, please make your pledge today. The ushers at the end of the service will pass out envelopes. Just put your amount in your name. Turn it into the ushers. They will give it to our finance team. On the first Sunday in March, they will give you your envelopes back, and then you can in turn put your gift in it and move forward. You got to do what you got to do. Work for it. Do what you got to do. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, do what you got to do. That was worth a minute of my time. To our guests, I have a, I have a thing that I do. Falcons play at 1 o'clock. They play New Orleans. I'm going to be there watching them. Y'all, I wish every man here that watch football ought to say, all right. All right, y'all hold me to that. I'm going to get you out here in time for the game because I'm going to be right there myself. Amen. Now, in the middle of their greatest need, oh, no, I got to give you this. Sometimes your greatest need becomes your biggest blessing. Yeah, your greatest need often becomes your biggest blessing. These men, in the middle of their greatest need, had to look for God's word. Is there, is there anybody that knows God in the midst of us? Anybody? Because I need to inquire of the Lord where I thought I had victory. My resource has taken my focus off my victory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anybody in here that in 2015 and maybe the beginning of 2016, your need has taken a focus off your victory. Oh, yeah. I know I'm victorious, but right now this need is right in front of me. And I don't feel real victorious right now because I need it. I, I know God's going to bless my finances, but I'm broke as, broke, as, broke as Dick was when Hattie died. Hattie didn't have no insurance. And so I'm sitting here by myself alone and broke. And, and I need to move forward from here. But my need is bigger than my victory. Uh, and, and I ain't going to sugarcoat it for you. I ain't going to play around with you. I live in the real planet Earth. I know how it is. Pressure can get on your nerves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll let everyday things stress you out. And then not only are you stressed about the bill, now you got to be stressed because you're going in the hospital because you were stressed about the bill. Now your health is, now you're having health challenges because you have been stressing about everyday occurrences. Look at your neighbor and say, let it go. But one thing about pressure, pressure, pressure. Pressure will cause you to reflect on promises. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Holy Ghost showed me before I got here on New Year's Eve that many of you have made it the entire last year on promises. You went, you went through all into this new year with only a promise, with only an expectation. Yeah, you expected, but when the year crossed over, you were still 
Yeah, yeah. That's all you had. That's all you had was a promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And many, many and the truth of the matter is, many of you today floated in here on a promise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can talk about me. The only reason that I didn't drown, the only reason that I didn't go under, because the promises of God held me up. Some days my chest was above water. Other days, my only the top of my head and the straw was above water. But the promises kept me from drowning. I wish I had maybe three or four people online or 20 people online that understood what I was talking about. It was a promise that kept me going. It was a promise that kept me from quitting. It was a promise that kept me moving forward. It was a promise that got my attitude in check. It was a promise that got my disposition realigned. It was a promise promise that got me to where I needed to be. It was only a promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I see this, but you said that. Yeah, yeah. I feel lost, God, but you promised. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused, but you promised. Yeah, I, I'm left out, it seems like, but you promised. I got to make it on a promise. Look at somebody around you. I'm going to make you bug your neighbor today and tell your neighbor I'm making it on a promise. I'm making it on a promise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As a matter of fact, my faith in what will outweighs the disappointments of what didn't. I repeat that because that went over your head. My faith in what will outweighs the disappointment of what didn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't be focused on what didn't happen because I'm sure what's getting ready to happen. I can't be focused on what I missed because I got to see where I'm going. I can't be focused on my expectation or missed expectation because now I'm focused on the manifestation. I don't know who I'm talking to, but y'all need to read that for yourself. Ready, set, read. Anybody got a praise even though you didn't get all the money you wanted, even though you didn't get the relationship that you thought, even though you thought some stuff that was supposed to work out fell apart. But I can praise God in the midst of my brokenness because what's before me is better than what's been. My future is better than my right now. Sit down, people online can't see. These men, these men, their armies and their horses are dying in the desert. And the word of the Lord comes. Just play me a good B-flat chord. And the Bible says that the musician played. And when the musician played, that, 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 that the word of the Lord started coming. The word of the Lord started flowing. And, and they were waiting on God to tell them how they were going to defeat the enemy. The word, they were waiting on God to tell them what strategies they should use. Go over the mountain, go around the mountain, sneak behind them. All of these things, these battle plans they were waiting on. And God says through his prophet, get a shovel. And dig a ditch. Uh, hold on, God. We in the desert. We've been out here a long time. Not only are we thirsty, but our, our camels are thirsty. And, and, and all our livestock are thirsty. And, 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 and you got to understand, God, we are infantrymen. We can't carry huge shovels on our backs because that weighs us down. We got enough to carry already. All we got is these little foldable shovels. We don't have... Big shovels, we have little shovels. And God, the, or the best thing you got for me is get a shovel. I need water. 
and you give me a shovel. I'm asking for a way out and you putting me to work. What kind of mess is this? What happens when you ask God for a big blessing but he gives you a small shovel? God, you being funny. God, you tripping. God, you playing. I can say that because y'all scared he's going to strike y'all down. I got the red robe. He don't kill me in red. Yeah, yeah. God, you tripping. Now, you got to stop all this playing now, God. You expect me to move a mountain with a mustard seed. Not only are you, it's your expectation. In fact, you stand on the other side of the mountain waiting on me to use the seed. So that I can see you. Oh wow! I, I, that ain't even in my notes. But 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 for those of you in the room, or those of you online that think that God has been hiding from you, that God has been distant from you, God is not hiding. God is not distant from you. God is standing on the other side of your mountain, waiting on you to use what He's already given you. He's waiting to be seen, but you got to move the mountain. He's not gonna move it for you. So get to moving. Get to moving. Get to digging. Uh, y'all y'all don't y'all don't like me. But, but but he gives us small stuff to do great things with. Yeah. I ain't got but a little bit of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small stuff. Zechariah 4 and 10 says, do not despise these small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. To see the plumb line of Zer in Zerubbabel's hands. Dangerous faith allows me to take a little bit. And do great things with it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come here, come here, come here, cook. Come here, cook. I need a cook to talk to me for a minute. Because restored life don't understand how to take small things and, and do great things with them. Cook, how do you do that? Well, 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 when I got a whole lot of people to feed and I ain't got no money to feed them with, I get stuff that stretch. Yeah, two of the best things that stretch is ground beef and chicken. Them two things stretch, and, 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 uh, but but many people don't know how to stretch ground beef. You got if you if you got a bunch of people to feed, you take some ground beef or you take some ground turkey. Make sure you get a whole lot of noodles because noodles will fill people up. You you get a whole lot of noodles and you get a dollar can of spaghetti sauce and and put that sauce in there. Put a little sugar in it to kind of tighten the sauce up if you like it spicy. Put whatever little bit of hot sauce all she got left in there. Stir it up. Get you some onions. Get you some peppers and, and stir it up and, and, and let it cook. If you got a little cheese, put a little cheese on it if you like that. But if you don't, it'll stretch. Oh, no, I ain't got that. I got one chicken. Well, one whole chicken. Well, you got to learn how to cut the chicken in order to make it stretch. Not Chicken don't just have breast, leg, and thigh. Chicken have a neck. Chicken have a pulley bone. Chicken have a back. Chicken have all of these other. Chicken has a lizard. A li a Chicken has livers. Chicken has all of these things that if you cut it up, it will stretch. Now everybody is full off a little bit. I ain't got no cornmeal, but I got $2 boxes of Jiffy, and I throw them in a thing and fix it, throw it in the oven, and let it get right in them snacks that I don't know why y'all bougie, but I done had me some Jiffy cornbread, and it tastes all right to me. got nothing but a little bit. Well, well, what excuse you got? You got something. You 
got something. You got to know how to work with what you got. If you didn't eat all the ham, thank you, co-pastor. Take that ham bone and put it in there. Get some water. Get some mixed vegetables. Get you some tomatoes. Make you a soup. That soup will last you four or five days, especially when it's cold outside. Take that last box of Jiffy Mix. Make you some cornbread. Sit down. Mash that cornbread in that soup, and you'll be full and sleep. Thank God but a little bit. That's all you need. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor a little bit is all you need. God tonight, I feel like preaching today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a small testimony. Well, start talking. You got very little money. Okay, start giving. You got no support. Start climbing. You got more questions than answers. Okay, take the test. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost even here. Maybe it's just around here. God does not wait until the victory to dance. Y'all didn't listen to that scripture. He says, the Lord rejoiced when the work began. And to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hands. God didn't dance when they built the wall. God danced when they started to work. Oh, oh, wait a minute. That ain't enough. That ain't enough. He danced when they started to work. Then he noticed that they had a plumb line in their hands. Now, those of you that don't know what a plumb line is, a plumb line is a piece of string with chalk on it. And it was used to mark areas. What they would do is stretch the plumb line. Then they would pop the string. And the chalk would make a line where they were about to build. What are you saying, Pastor? The string was a very small thing in his hand. But it made a big difference. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, God, why are you dancing? I'm dancing because you're willing to do the work on a big thing with a little thing, which means you're giving me something to do. Because the stuff in your hand is too small for the work you got to do. So you got to trust me and trust my hand to connect with your hand in order to build a wall. Look at somebody and say, start digging. God Almighty, I feel like preaching. Oh, y'all didn't tell enough people right there. Start digging. Look at them and say, start digging, start digging, start digging. I don't know what your excuse is, but start digging, start digging, start digging. Ah, I saw it, I saw it. I saw it in the room. Some of y'all were quick to say it. Some of y'all were slow to say it. Some of y'all were real kind of apprehensive for saying that. The reason is sometimes when you start digging, you got to dig up the thing that you're standing on to create room for the thing you've been waiting on. And some of us ain't comfortable digging in our own foundations. There's some stuff from 2015 you need to dig up. It's 2016 now, baby. You standing on the wrong things. You standing on the wrong points. You need to start digging them up because they didn't work for you last year and they sure as hell ain't going to work for you this year. Start digging, start digging, start digging, start digging. You got to dig what you standing on in order to get what you've been waiting on. If you waiting on promotion, start digging. Start digging. Look at your own life and say, what is it that I'm missing? What is it that I'm not doing? What do I need to do more of? What do I need to realign and reposition? What do I need to straighten out that ain't straight? What do I need to knock out that ain't knocked out? What do I need to get rid of that's been here too long? Start digging. 
all. Pastor, I'm going to sit here and look like I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to look at you like a mule at a new gate with my eyes stretched like you ain't talking to me. Maybe you've been depending on other people more than you've been depending on God. Dig that mess up. Maybe you've been standing on your job thinking that's your source and the source of your resource. That ain't the source of your resource. God is the source of your resource. Dig that up. Maybe you've been relying on your own abilities, on your own education. Your abilities and your education may be great, but it ain't the thing that God is going to bless. God is going to bless the areas of your need. Start digging. God Almighty, I feel like preaching right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dangerous faith will cause those that don't believe around you to start digging with you. Oh, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. See, you got to understand, there wasn't but one king that believed in God. Everybody else around didn't believe in him. But at the word of the prophet Elisha, they started doing what they didn't believe in. Because they were with somebody who believed. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I got to say it. God, you want me to say it? Okay, yes, Lord. I'll say it. Some of y'all got to stop being so wishy-washy with your salvation. You saved around us, but you're unsaved around all your partners. You saved around us, but you're unsaved around all your co-workers. You saved around us, but you're a bunch of hell around everybody in your family. You got to stop being that way because they waiting on you to live right so they can show so you can show them how to do it. They live like what they see. You can preach the Bible all day long, but people watching how you act. You can quote scripture, but if you mean as hell, they know you mean as hell. Your scriptures don't matter. Look at your neighbor and say, start digging. Got to go, fellas. Game coming on. I ain't playing. Yeah, yeah. And because these kings obeyed the word of the Lord, the Bible says that water showed up without wind and without rain. Oh, wait a minute. Water showed up without wind, without rain, and filled every ditch that they had dug. Wait a minute. I'm a part-time believer with a little bit of shovel. Got to dig Big old ditches in the middle of a desert, not just to get water for me, but to get water for everybody, my cattle and everything else. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Because I got to give these men a level of intelligence. Because I just believe, Minister Pam, that, that that wasn't the first time somebody thought about digging a hole trying to find some water out there in that desert. There's somebody in the desert that just got tired of everybody complaining about no water. And they were like, shoot, I'm going to go out here and dig a hole and just see what come up there. I know it's in the desert. I know it's dry, but I'm going to dig a hole. The problem was they didn't dig an anointed hole. They just dug a hole under their own power. And because they didn't strike water, they went back and started complaining with the rest of the bunch. 
But when the word of the Lord came and said start digging, that, that, that challenged their level of obedience. Because there was some smart Alex in the room that says, I've already tried that. And that didn't work for me. I've already been out there digging. Don't you see them holes out there behind the tent that I dug? And ain't no water come out. And y'all are holy fired believers running around talking about dig a hole. Y'all got manifestation, but you didn't get no harvest when you was expecting it. So why you think God going to manifest it this year? Uh, just start digging. Some of y'all got too many questions. Just shut up and dig. Dig. And see the results of your digging. Just dig. And water showed up. Water didn't come down. Water didn't sprout out the ground. <laughs> uh, when the flood came, the Bible was explicit that the waters came up from the ground and came down and filled the earth. This does not explain it that way. It just says water showed up. Uh, I don't know who I'm talking to, but there's some suddenlies getting ready to happen in your life, in your manifestation. It ain't going to be gradual. It's just going to show up. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, you've been looking for it a long time, but it's just about to show up. I don't know who I'm talking to in the room, but y'all been expecting it to turn up. You've been expecting it to come around, but it's not going to do any of that. It's going to show up. Look at your neighbor and say, the water is getting ready to show up. Yeah, so so I, I came to encourage you. I'm on my way out right now, but I came to encourage you and to tell you, be not discouraged. Because in the midst of your digging, yeah, yeah, God is going to show up and provide you with everything you need by the time you need it. Uh, as a matter of fact, God is getting ready to bless the sound of your labor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put me in a C. I feel C right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is getting ready to bless the sound of your labor. Yeah. The reason that I'm not warming up on my tomb today is because I got to get out of here. Yeah, and I got to get on to the house. And see, I made these men back here a promise. And y'all ain't going to make me a liar in God's house. I promised them that if they stayed and heard the word of the Lord, I was going to have them out of here by the time it was a the Falcons kick off uh, and I don't care where they got to go they gonna be there to see him kick off uh, and anybody else in here that's saying pastor take your time you take your time I'm getting ready to get on out of here but before I go I found one more thing uh, in the middle of this text the Bible says that the enemy heard the sound of the small shovels hitting the dirt and the rock. And it sounded like swords of battle. Yes, what it tells me is that while we are getting ready to do the work, the enemy is still waiting to attack us. Yes, but they won't be able to get to us because of the sound. The Bible says that as they dug, yes, the dirt and the shovel hitting the rocks started sounding like swords of battle. The Bible says that then God used the fire 
fiery glare of the sun against the rush of water and made it look like blood to the enemy. Yes, it confused the enemy. The enemy started looking at each other and saying, wait a minute, I thought they were in a battle against us. But we are all here. But I hear warfare going on. And I hear I see blood flowing. Who is it that the, that the children are whipping? I don't know who they're whipping, but I tell you what, I don't want to have no part in it. Yes, I, can't, I got to tell you the blessing that causes your refreshing is also the thing that's frightening your enemy. God is getting ready to make the sound of our works scare the enemy of our souls. Yes, that's all I came to tell you, that for the year 2016, God is getting ready to give us victory with a promise from last year and a shovel from this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lord. I got to get on out of here now. I got three minutes left. And in those three minutes, God promised some of you last year that he was going to bless your home, that he was going to bless your finances, that he was going to bless your situations, that he was going to bless your employment, and you expected it all year long. January, you started looking for February, you kept on looking forward. March, April, May, you kept on looking for him. June, July, August, you kept on looking for him. September, October, November, you kept looking for him. December 1st, you start saying it ain't too late for God to make a miracle. Every day in December, you still were looking for it and didn't get it yet. You still had your hand out putting bowls on your mailboxes. Some blessings you got, but you didn't get everything that God promised. Now, after New Year's Eve, we're in the first Sunday of 2016, and the Lord told me to tell you, don't throw away the promise from last year, because he hasn't forgotten that what he did was give you a shovel this year to go to digging. What are you saying? It's time to dig for your promise. I wish I had the voice to preach this like I feel it. It's time. Yeah, it's time to dig for your promise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, start digging. Dig for your promise. Start digging. Dig for your miracle. Start digging. Dig your way to breakthrough. Start digging. Dig your way to financial freedom. Start digging. Some of y'all writing, y'all ain't talking. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, start digging. That's the only way you're going to see God's miracles manifest in your life. Yeah! That felt like a good place to holler right there. Yeah! Start digging.
minute. Well, Lord, I got one minute and 12 seconds left on my clock. Anybody in the room expecting miracles? from God. Anybody in the room looking for breakthrough from the Lord. This is the way you go get it. Grab your neighbor. Grab him by the hand. Prophesy to your neighbor and say neighbor. Promise you, if you start digging, the light will fill your ditch. Yeah, yeah, he's feeling it. Yeah, he's feeling it. He's feeling your ditch. Water is coming from nowhere. He's feeling your ditch. Finances is coming from nowhere because he's feeling your ditch. Breakthrough in your jobs and in your career is coming through because he's feeling your ditch. God, yeah, yeah, God. Is feeling your ditch one more time. This is the last time I'm gonna tell you to touch your neighbor. I'm gonna do you like last week. Grab your neighbor by the hand, pull your neighbor, shake your neighbor, pull your neighbor, shake your neighbor. Pull your neighbor, shake your neighbor, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but if you start digging, God will start blessing. I need a witness in the room. Won't he do it? Won't he bless you? Won't he make a way? Won't he do it? Won't he? Every door. Won't he do it? And the doors that don't come open, he'll give you the power to kick that sucker in. Yeah! But what you got to do is 